so yeah this is something a little bit different i don't know if i should be doing this but i don't really have nothing else to talk about so i just kind of figured that i might as well talk about something and i've been getting back into rust if you've been hearing me talk about the game especially when a lot of the people from offline tv were playing it and then a lot of people have were brought over from like different communities and all getting to enjoy rust but there's also been like the other side to where like people who don't have pcs or good pcs to be able to handle to play rust are going to have to wait until the console release which should be by the end of the month so there are a lot of things that i notice from like people looking like how to play solo on rust because it's a, this game especially if you play the like the hardcore vanilla aspect of the game it's really hard if you don't know what you're doing or even if you do all the right things but if you're not good at pvp it's sort of hard to do the right things at the right time when you're always getting outnumbered so this is kind of gonna be like my solo experience from a bad player's perspective on rust because um like usually when you either see videos or you watch people's streams there are a lot of solo players and what i notice is a lot of these solo players are actually really good like they're really good at pvp they're really good like at combat and stuff like that like you see people start from a rock to get in guns right away a lot of the times they're going around the map and roaming not every like big server not every um big rust player content creator whether they stream or record videos are all good at pvp but majority of the big ones that are known they're really good at pvp so i don't have as many i would say i don't have as many hours as they do because a lot of these like og rust players do have around like ten thousand hours eight thousand i'm currently close to 4k i think i have about three thousand five hundred maybe a little less maybe a little more i'm not too sure exactly but i know i'm around the three thousand mark i know i'm getting semi close to 4k <laughs> I probably would at least had 6,000 because I did play this game very early on. The only reason that I didn't grind out the game when I first got it was because my laptop wasn't able to handle it, which was right after they removed zombies from Rust. So that's a very long time. But people have been playing it even way before that. So yeah, I haven't played as long as them, but I'm pretty sure I would have been at the 6,000 mark hours if my laptop or if I even had a PC back then i would have been grinding this game a lot more but the fact that i've been playing this game for so many years and it's been changing dramatically since the years that i played it it's become a completely different game it's feels like a different game sounds like a different game plays like a different game you know like the same concepts are there from the beginning but a lot of things have changed the way that you do things changed the way things look how you how players play from like how people used to raid all the time to like how people offline right now and roof camp a lot of the times it's just a lot of different things that are changing and that have changed over the years of the development of rust and i have no doubt in my mind that there's going to be a lot more changes in the future and i think this is one of those games that's never going to get boring like yeah it can get boring for you if you don't enjoy this type of game right like that's why a lot of people still enjoy playing arc or they enjoy playing valheim because it's like more for a single player experience 
because it's actually more of a survival than rust is i would say i feel like rust really only has the main elements of it is like really pvp which doesn't mean that you cannot build in the game or you cannot do other things outside of just pvp because i myself personally never or hardly ever pvp in this game and even though i almost have 4k hours i'm like super terrible when it comes to defending myself or even engaging in fights which i try not to do if ever and usually you don't get online rated anymore so it's not like i ever have to worry about that the only time that people actually mess with you to online radio is like at the very beginning of the wipe cycle so yeah I'm, this is just gonna be me talking about the things that i do as a rust player when i'm playing solo and maybe this can help new people who are going to get into playing this game on pc or going into it playing on console when it's released by the end of the month i'm pretty sure it's going to be released by the end of the month i'm pretty sure that's what i heard so yeah hopefully you give this a listen if you're interested in like how i play rust and like how i kind of survive in when i'm playing solo when i'm dealing with multiple players or playing against like a team of five or six or seven multiple teams actually and then like being raided or even getting started so i'm gonna be like all over the place but i'm gonna focus on like what i actually do and how i get started and you can probably implement it into like your gameplay whenever you start playing solo but i really do love this game and i hope that a lot of people do enjoy it when it comes on console those who want to play it on console because they haven't been able to experience it on pc i think regardless of how you play it or where you play you should be able to enjoy the game however you want and i'll start off by saying that there are a lot of servers out there i don't know how it's going to be on console because it's not out yet but there are a lot of servers that are very different from one another like you have your official servers you have your community servers you have your modded servers and modded servers and even community servers they have like aim trainers um mini games battle royales puzzle games like just a lot of different variable things a variety of game modes that you can sort of pick what you want to do so like if you want to focus on like your gun gun recoils or whatever you can find a server that has aim bots or play against like moving ai well, whatever you want to do right they have like puzzle games and there's this particular streamer he doesn't stream rust anymore i think his name is cream or something but i remember when i was like a little bit more like into watching rust because i don't really watch too much rust every now and then i do i have been watching summit when you play rust because you know like when any streamer that doesn't really play rust as much i enjoy watching them just to see how they get the experience of rust and i was watching a lot of offline tv whenever they were playing even though it was a different experience but it was still a fun one to enjoy watching but yeah there's like you have to decide what you want to do I, I know there's like a lot of backlash whenever people play modded servers there are servers to where whenever you hit like a tree you basically get a thousand wood per hit and these are usually like heavily modded you can even teleport to teammates with the command and chat you can um basically 
play the game a little bit faster. You don't have really much to lose because you can make things super fast and you have everything unlocked for you. You just have to like farm a little bit, but you're not going to spend days or like IRL days or hours grinding the game in order to be able to raid a base in order to get some guns and do things that you want to do. Like the modded, the purpose of a modded server, depending on how much you want it to be modded, because there's a lot of them, there's like times two, times three, there's some without teleportation where you can't teleport home. There's some where you can teleport home so you don't have to run all the way back. It just really depends on what you're looking for in this game. Like if you love the way the game looks, but you hate trying to farm so much and spending your day farming because you're not a person who enjoys farming in any type of game, maybe a modded server's for you. If you enjoy like, having your guns already from the start and you just want to go on pvp maybe and you love like the mechanics of this game maybe like a pvp game mode heavy servers for you or one where you can farm really fast and get things that you need so you can raid other people's bases with your friends or maybe you're a player who's only going to play one weekend with a couple of your friends and you don't want to like sit there grinding the rest of the week because you're going to get raided but you're busy with life right like you're trying to work so you can't really let rust consume you because you don't have the time so you want to play on a lightly modded server to where it takes you at least one day or two days to get everything that you need so you can raid a base and start pvp and do the things that you want to do but i would say if you have the time like say you have a vacation off you have a day off even if you aren't going to play more than one day i think vanilla servers are still pretty much like more fun because even if you only play on a vanilla server for one day because like you just have a busy schedule right like you have a life outside of gaming like you're busy working or it's just very stressful because rust can be very time consuming like i will say that if you're playing vanilla and a lot of the people who play they literally like leave their game on if they're getting raided and like you see a lot of crazy videos of people having their headphones on and now there's like apps for rust so if you're getting raided you can just wake up like i don't go that deep into it it's like if i get raided i get raided it's whatever but yeah i still think that if you're just gonna play for one day the experience of vanilla is worth trying to see if it's for you if not you can always go to a modded server if you end up realizing that it's not for you but even when i just play for one day I build a little base and I know I'm never going to come back because I, you know, I'm going to have a busy month or a busy basically summer or winter because I'm busy working. Um, it's still fun to enjoy the experience that one, two or three hours, especially during a wipe day, which you, most servers are either on Mondays or Thursdays when the server like freshly wipes and you get in there and everyone's going crazy like everyone's trying to build everyone's trying to get into each other's bases everyone's like going crazy like killing one another with rocks like it, it wipe day <laughs> is basically like a whole holiday for everybody right like when it's wipe day everybody is hype and those are the two most common wipe days on any server usually like the main main days are thursdays like if you go on thursdays Every server is going to wipe on a different time, depending on if you have a main server. A lot of people have their two main servers. Streamers usually tend to play on a lot of servers because they get stream sniped a lot. So they have to go to official servers. They have to go to community servers. But I would definitely recommend if you have the chance, find a server that freshly wiped and you will get like at least a very chaotic experience that very first day. 
not to say that the other days are not, but it's going to be a little bit of a different experience and I'll get into that later. But yeah, so I'm going to, well, depending on how you play and how you decide to play, right? There's also servers that are vanilla, but they don't allow more like certain amount of teammates in a squad. And some servers are like a duo server, a solo server, only three people on a team, only four people on a team, no more than five. So like if you think you, you're getting just ran over by a team of 12, which happens a lot in main servers, like a lot of people tend to work together and you have like these, they call them Zergs, they have these big old groups of people of 12, 15, like just dominating the server, running around, fighting other people to have 12 people on their team and then taking over like people, like picking up slaves basically for them to farm and paying like taxes in game, you know, they have to farm for them if they don't want to get raided and they just keep getting bigger and bigger. So it's a lot of crazy stuff if you're playing like on official servers and even community servers that don't have limits of like how many people can be on your team. So you can decide to play one of those. And I personally myself do play a lot of them as well. Like the main server that I play on now is only no more than four people on a team. And even when I play solo, I tend to play on this server because even four people is a lot to one V four. Right. But I, I do enjoy the server because there's a lot of, first of all, I have everything that I need on that server. Like I have all the BP so I can make like the blueprints basically that I can make any type of gun, any weapon, whatever. And I don't have to worry about like, it resetting anytime soon but you know if like something goes wrong or i just get raided and i want to start over somewhere else or i don't like like the gener generated seed map the map seed i just find a different server which i have a few other ones that i play and yeah there's pros and cons to communities servers and official servers so before the console is going to be different though before i get into this because i'm i think PC is the only one that's going to have a hacker problem. I'm pretty sure console is not going to have hacker problems. And I don't know how, con I doubt console is going to have community servers. I don't know how the whole console network thing works. It's easier to make um, servers on Rust because anyone can make their own server and host it, you know, but on console, I think it's different. I think I'm pretty sure there's only going to be official servers and I don't know how many servers there are going to be. So can't tell you if there's going to be like modded servers and stuff like that on console which will be kind of shitty because like a lot of experiences in game modes that people i mean the developers can do that do official servers and have like these mini games and all this type of stuff in there but it's just like more work for them if that's what they want to do but usually the thing about rust is anyone can start their server and make the server the way that they want which makes a lot of people have a lot of their own servers with their rules that they want to implement and they get populated by a lot of people who want those same rules but yeah it's just a little bit easier because it's like oh i don't like this about this server so let me make my own with the rules that i like and the way that i want to be played for it to be played so yes yeah, it's, it's just i don't know how we're gonna find out once the console comes out but okay like this is just pc for now like when it comes to official and community servers, there are one, two big differences. <laughs> one, if you if you're playing on a fit, there's pros and cons to both of these. So if you're playing on official servers, which I love both, but like I said, there's just bad things and good things about both. But when it comes to official servers on PC, you're usually going to find 
a lot of new people on there that don't know what they're doing. So even for someone as myself who is pretty bad at the game, you're going to find a lot of bases that are built terribly, terribly wrong or bad. Like they forgot to add something to their base to protect it. And you can easily get in their base, whether they forgot to update a frame, whether they forgot to upgrade a window or, or something, they're going to leave an opening and you're going to be able to get in there. You're going to be able to take their loot or people are just like roaming with such a big squad that sometimes you can pretend you're on their team when they're opening like a high stone gate or their door and you just walk in there and they don't even notice because there's so many people on their team. Because like you can only have a certain amount of people on your team to where it shows a green dot over their head. After that doesn't show and someone else has to be in that. So everyone's going to like not even like it's all about timing, like different things can happen and a lot more stuff can happen easier. Right. Without even trying. Like there's so many bases that I've gotten into because people build so terrible. And there's a lot of bases where people thought I was their teammate and I was just in their furnace, just looting their stuff. And they opened the gate, not knowing who I was and just walked out with a lot of stuff. Like there's a lot of these things that happen on official servers that it's so funny when it happens and it feels so good because it's a vanilla server. And it's like all that hard work that they were working for. And even if it's like a five man squad or 12 man squad, they didn't really work that hard, but it's still fun to know. It's satisfying to know that you took all that away and like, you're walking home free and they didn't even have a clue what's going on. And then you can just imagine in your head, or at least I do. And it's like, they're talking to themselves like, yo, where all the metal go? Where all our sofa go? And you're just like going back to the base, like just giggling and laughing because you just shit on them basically without even trying to do anything. So now you get to upgrade your base and do other stuff. So it's very fun. Or you can even like go in there and like pretend you're their teammates. And if you have a gun, start shooting people. You might not get far, but hey you play the game however you want to play right that's a pro about official servers there are a lot more noobs and a lot more in not even noobs but it's a lot harder to maintain certain things because the more people you have on a team you can only imagine how much communication is going on and how many voices are in discord and people are probably like yo did you upgrade this did you upgrade that did you add a door here and some people are lazy or do something and say yeah i did it i did it oh no johnny did it oh no rob did it Oh, Alberto did it, you know, and they're like saying, oh, this guy did it and no one ever did it. No one ever checks. So you go in there like, oh, this idiot didn't add a door and his teammate thought they did. There's just a lot of things that can happen on official servers. And a lot of those moments happen often. And on community servers, usually when people go to the community sections, it's a lot more people that are tryhards. A lot more people know what they're doing. Not always the case, but more than official, that's for sure. It's rare that you're going to find someone made a mistake on their base like you would an official. But the biggest con of official servers is there are a lot, and I mean a lot of hackers. You're not going to know if, like, there's hacks for everything in this game. There's hacks to see through walls so people know where your loot's at. Um, there's aimbots, recoil scripts. There's just a lot of hacks going on in this game. So you're never really going to know when someone hacked. Like you can build like the most secure base and someone just got in through it easy because they had wall hacks. Or you're getting into a fight and you're like getting shot from nowhere and they're just double headshot on you. 
and you, either they're good or they were hacking, but you'll never really know. Unless like you're good at the game and you can just kind of tell when someone's hacking. But that is the biggest problem because there's not really, there's a pretty decent anti-cheat for us, but there's no mods. Like there are no admins that can watch every single official server. So it becomes a lot harder to see who's wall hacking to see who's like doing this or whatever exploit and stuff on the map like there's exploits to where you can build in rocks like inside a terrain and no one can get access to any of the loot so like if a hacker's going around destroying people or taking loot and he can hide it no one can ever raid this person so there's just a lot of stuff going on in general when it comes to community there's a lot of like mods or admins i would say that are actually looking to what's going on following the players around seeing if everyone's like building properly and not doing any exploits and yeah it's just less hackers like i would say probably every official server that i played there has been at least one hacker in every server but when it comes to community it's like a lot less common and a lot of them are not even allowed to play if they have even one vac ban in the community servers or if they have a private profile page and there's just a lot more rules on community and it's a lot more secure because admins are actually active because it's their own servers and sometimes they have friends helping up with being admins or they hire other people depending on how popular the server is because a lot of the times they do get support from the people that play the servers and i myself have donated to servers that i play because i think you know it's a very fun experience and admins are a big part of keeping like a hacker free environment in their own server so i feel like you know they dedicate a lot of time so you know a little bit of um money i guess will help or at least show my gratitude in some way even though playing on their server is enough because it gets it to the top and all that stuff but yeah just a little way to help out but i would say those are the biggest difference between official and community like at least on the community you can actually reach admins <laughs> they a lot of the times have discord servers if you have a question you can talk to them and if you think someone's hacking they can look you know into it for you they can follow the person around and see if there's a spit there's just a lot of things that can be done unlike official servers where usually the only time something happens is if the system picks it up or if like a big streamer or content creator is playing and they kind of report it in like the admin or homesley sometimes just which is a person who works on the game i think or something but he's always active on a lot of twitch streams and he like bans him right away because he checks into it but one person can only do so much on official servers so i will still definitely like recommend you do both don't take it too serious if you're like kind of sus about like if someone shit on you from a very far distance and you think they're hacking an official like it, it's more than likely you know you're going to run into at least one every official server that you play so yeah but if you don't want to deal with any you, you still might deal with them on on community servers but it's just a lot less likely and once you do like they're going to get banned like pretty fast especially like if you're not the only one that's suspicious of them like, a lot of people are going to be reporting them and they're going to look into the account it's like if this is an account that has a hundred hours and they're like beaming headshot beaming everybody it's obviously pretty sus right but if a person has six thousand hours or more even three thousand hours or more 
and they've never been banned or vac banned or anything, it's most likely that they're legit, right? So yeah, there's a lot of things that admins actually do behind the scenes in the community servers. But yeah, so the side where you want to play, I think they both have their pros and cons, like I said. Um, and also you can try like modded if you think modded will be for you. Or if you want to play like on a solo server to get kind of the experience. They also have PvE servers where you can't really kill anybody except for like animals and the AIs. <laughs> but that's really about it when it comes to like picking a server. So let's just say you play on an official server, right? What I tend to do is whether I play official or if I play community, there's only two times that I will play right when a server wipes. And if I miss like if, if I play on a main server and I miss the wipe like that day that it wiped, I'll wait about probably two to three days into the wipe to play and there's two reasons there's well, a couple of reasons why so it's always good to, if you have the time and if you know or you just happen to be on time for whatever reason you come home or something and you know what time a server wipes because every server wipes at a different time zone depending on what server you're playing on even if they most of them wipe on thursday some of them wipe every week some of them every two weeks every three weeks or every month i tend to like monthly wipe servers personally so figure out when they wipe and if you can you know if you have nothing to do get some of your friends or if you're just going to play solo because this is basically a solo experience for myself because i do play solo i've been playing solo this past week but the best time to play is either for me during the wipe or like i said three days or four days probably preferred into the wipe and the reason being is during the wipe no every, everything's going crazy right like you want to focus on trying to build you want to focus on trying to farm you want to focus on going to the snow because i would say the snow is probably the best to build for any team right whether it's a big team or a solo you're going to have everything you need in the snow and it's probably better to go into a monument so like i would say the best monument ever is harbor that is the best like you'll find everything that or power plant if there's sometimes there's power plant or sometimes there's water treatment but those i would say are the best some people like doing the puzzles to where you get a blue card and a green card and you can do these puzzles and get a lot more stuff i don't really do puzzles but if i can i try to live near harbor whatever's in the snow right because you want to live in the snow and this is what i do i live in the snow and i live on the edges of the map of the snow I don't live in icebergs. I try that and every time it fails because it's just a pain going back and forward at the beginning. And if people kill you, it's even harder to like get started again because now you're freezing and it's just wastes a lot of time. If you want to build on an iceberg, eventually I would suggest building in the, like the coast of the snow first and then make your way towards there. But I, it's never worked for me. So I just don't even bother anymore. But yeah i remember the most successful wipes that i had was building near harbor because harbor has everything a recycler oil to get you started you don't even need to find animals you can find oil and fuel so you can make a furnace and a large furnace really quickly um you can recycle everything that you don't need so you can get a tier one and a tier two up and running very quickly you can recycle a lot of stuff that you're not going to use and since you're solo 
you can recycle like all the SMG bodies, all the semi bodies and only keep like one or two because you're not going to need that many guns because you don't have teammates. So you're just going to be able to make things quickly. And I wouldn't bother with making a spear. I don't think making that type of weapon is worth it unless like you're a PVP God. But usually if you like from a solo player, that's bad, which is myself. <laughs> it's just better to make a pickaxe, make a hatchet, farm trees, find where you're going to build. Look at look at where the map is. Look at where everything is that you want. Like I said, the best place is harbor, but sometimes there's no harbor in the snow. So you make sure that there's at least a recycler. I think that's a must. A recycler is definitely a must because you want to recycle um, every component that you get. Right. And I would personally, I just, it's always worked for me living on the coast and it has to be like flat so I can expand, you know, and that's generally what I do. I farm like a lot of barrels and stuff like that and recycle the stuff that I don't need. And I just keep expanding from there. And the reason I say don't make a spear is because usually like, I don't know, you, there's not really going to be people in the snow at the beginning of wipe. Yeah. There's like, if you start exactly during wipe, there's going to be other solos, but most of you are not going to get into fights simply because you're freezing and like it's very brutal to live in a snow at the very beginning if you're naked and it becomes nighttime you're probably going to die if you don't have a jacket on and it's, or if it's snowing and you have only pants or clothes on you're probably most likely going to die so i would just make a bed first and not even worry about making clothes if when you go to the snow like the way that i do it is I look at the map, I see where the snow's at because everything's in the snow. Like you can farm stuff easier and there's at least one monument in the snow or semi close to the snow that has a recycler. So you built near that somewhere on the coast and you place a bed down because you're most than likely going to die and get to farming. Like that's what I do. I farm wood. I make a, a hatchet first so I can get more wood and then I just keep hitting stone with my rock and then I make a pick and then, you know, cycle repeats and then i make a cupboard and if i end up dying i just i've already have a bed in the snow so i'll wait till daytime in case it's night and then i start farming again with my rock in case i die because it does happen a lot of times sometimes you do have other people who has a bow and they end up killing you and stuff so yeah i end up doing like this whole process of like maybe sometimes i get lucky and i don't get into any pvp and i have like the whole day to myself and so i use those four hours to farm and i farm like the monument that I'm near and I recycle everything because no one's even coming near me and it's very good so if you if you have a really good map that's really on your side and a lot sometimes you do have people that go there but a lot of the things that I notice are more populated are like airfield and launch site and mill tunnels usually harbor especially if it's away from other things it's never really populated like people don't really go to those as much because it doesn't have a puzzle and sometimes it's if it's away from other stuff they don't it's not worth going to so maybe only other solo players are going to have that same perspective and go to those now puzzles do help a lot going to like places where you can do puzzles because you're more likely to get more scrap but it's also more likely to get more populated by people which like i said i never had a problem by not doing puzzles you know i just throw away my green cards or sell them you can like make a vending machine and sell them for stuff that you need in return so yeah but that's personally how i get started and then from there i start expanding and depending on if i'm gonna play 
for the whole weekend or the whole week or that whole month because I don't have anything to do. Then I keep expanding even more and just, you know, keep farming until like I want to raid someone, find guns and like start um, farming some more and building electricity and just making a nice base until eventually people start coming towards me because, you know, after a while people are moving into the snow, everyone's more set in and you start getting more like PVP even if you don't want to because people just start messing with your base. Now, that is one way to do it and that's during wipe. The second way that I've played solo is if I do miss a wipe day and I want to play Rust, but I know that I have a whole week off, I'm just going to wait a couple of days. I'll play Rocket League or Overwatch or something. And then I join a server like three days, four days later. Um, the reason I do that is because more than likely you're going to find a lot of decayed bases or a lot of raided bases from people who gave up over the weekend or a lot of people got raided or shit on over the weekend. And you don't necessarily have to build anything. You can find, there's two things that can happen. You can find a good base that you can take over if depending on if there's a cupboard missing or not. And even if you can't find a good base to take over, you're going to get a lot of loot from these decay bases. A lot of people leave a lot of leftover loot or sometimes the raid is incomplete, but the people rage so hard that they're like, oh, we got raided. I'm not going to get back on the server. And the base decays. And then you're left there with this, with all the leftover loot that people didn't want to go raid it more or they didn't have enough materials to finish the raid completely or they were satisfied with what they got and left but the people got salty and ended up just leaving the server as well because they're like well my base is gone completely so whatever and then you end up in a server like in a server where there's a lot of decayed bases a lot of raided bases you're going to end up with loot or you're going to end up with a, a base that's basically raided or decay and you can take it over and start building there and it's still good especially in the snow because it's harder like most likely in the snow no one's going to be able to loot that because nakeds are not going to be able to spawn there and nakeds are not going to be able to walk around naked in the snow without dying so it's probably better to still explore the snow area find a decay base or a raided base you're still going to find loot even if you can't take over the base find a space to build in and you're basically set like it it is a lot easier during um like after the main days to like get started i feel like but it also depends on how lucky you are right you can be unlucky and it's just like people a lot of people decided to build around the snow so now everyone has guns and you have a late start because you're just getting killed by other people who have taken over the server because no one has raided them yet so it can go either way but those are the two times that i play and it's most of the time worked out for me, right? Like there's never been a time where I don't or I'm not able to get started on a base. Sometimes it takes longer than others. Sometimes I get a really good start. But, you know, I've always at least been able to start a base in day one and not get raided that same day and be able to make it to tomorrow. So that's just what I do. And since I don't really PvP, I just go around farming and I just expand my base. But the only time I do PvP and usually it doesn't go well for me. So like if I don't really play Rust unless I'm going to grind it. That's why I say if you're one of those people who only wants to play for a weekend. Just try to decide what type of server you want to play on. Maybe you just want a heavy PvP server. Or something. Or if you're going to play with some friends. 
But for me, when I play solo, I like like the vanilla Rust experience and I tend to grind the game whenever I play. Like I'm going to not be playing Rust for a little bit because I'm going to be basically busy for at least this month and next month again. So I'm not going to really have time to play Rust. I'm just going to be playing Overwatch and Rocket League when I get home or maybe even watching a lot of like Netflix or TV shows just because I'm tired. But yeah, I'm not going to have that much time to like play a game like this and grind it out so it all depends on your schedule depends what you want to do and depends how you want to experience the game try vanilla see how you like it if you don't like it try mod it and see how it goes like just try different things and see how it goes like i said i don't know how console is going to be but those are my like that's how i get started as a solo player and yeah i mean eventually i do get rated like i think mostly everyone gets rated right Maybe you'll be lucky and people never just hit your base because it just doesn't look interesting to hit or they just don't want to hit your base. Like most people go after people who have been messed, messing with one another, right? So like if you've been talking shit to them or if you've been killing them, they want to get revenge. Like a lot of this happens to those people and they end up getting offline right here. If most of the time, if you mind your business and you, you haven't killed anyone, they're not going to raid you, but you, you always have to kill everyone you see because if you don't, they're going to kill you anyways. But that's just how rust is you know it doesn't have to be because like i said there's other servers that you can play that are a lot different so yeah decide how you want to play decide the type of server you want to play there's solo duos quads um pvp servers battlefield servers yeah, just whatever it is in general just have fun with the game and see if you like it i think it's definitely worth it and even though it's a little bit harder or a lot harder for a solo player to do a lot of things like as a solo player you're not gonna ever see me raid a base like i do raid every now and then but i, I don't know it's very discouraging whenever you get shit on by other people who third party and it's like oh there's five people coming at their party it's like what am i supposed to do i'm trying to raid but they're trying to kill me and it's like it, it, it's very hard okay i will say that so it's like my main focus on this game and what i really love about this game is the building and like the in, it's like escape from tarkov right like you don't build an escape from tarkov but you basically loot stuff and you try to stay away from other players if you're bad like myself or you get into pvp and when you get into pvp and you get that kill or when you loot that's like that body that's on the ground that's been killed and you get that juicy loot it's a feeling of like okay i gotta make it back to the base will i die or will i make it right because those items are valuable and if you die it's like damn i just lost it all and if you make it it's like you just got a, a fucking awesome gun or an awesome armor or like you got this and you got that and it just helps your arsenal to be more powerful for your base or make your base more secure depending on what you got right like there's a lot of cool guns in rust you can get centuries and a lot of electrical stuff that i kind of work on which i like doing if i end up making it that far into the game where i can set up like a windmill have auto turrets and just different stuff like that so it's all fun it's also fun to like make trap bases if you see a lot of videos on youtube you can make like a trap base where you can bait people to come into your base and they fall for it because they think you left their, your door open and they go in and they die to a trap that you set up 
and then you can easily take their loot and that's always satisfying and funny when people do that like it's always worth it i've never made a trap base the only thing that i've ever done is like not on purpose like it just happens because people door camp a lot but i put shotgun traps above my door and on the sides and when i open if someone's camping me they get shot and whenever it works it's so funny because i just get free loot and it's just the best feeling ever because it's like that's what this asshole gets now i get his gun and his loot he just brought it to me and they come back salty and they just say oh you're an asshole for putting that like no one told you to cap my door it's just always fun it's a very fun game it's very frustrating when you're playing solo but in the end i think it's worth it if you have the time but i'll leave that up for you to decide so hopefully you have a good rest experience whenever you play you don't mind the toxic people like people are going to be toxic in every game you do you don't feed into the toxicity whenever you see toxic people who get salty about losing something or like they're just trying to bully you in a game or some bullshit like that because you're solo and they're like oh come out of your base stop hiding or whatever you that's just almost every game you're going to get a lot of like trolls and whatever you can turn off voice chat if you want i usually always have chat disabled voice depending on if i meet a few like people who are just being idiots i just turn it off completely I, I just think the world of rust especially the snow area looks beautiful and especially with this new update especially if you can play 4k or 1440p and have a really good computer it's going to look beautiful you know the game looks beautiful even at my shitty settings on low quality with 1080p so maybe one day i'll be able to play 1440 with over 140 fps or something like i think it will look amazing and i will be able to be more immersed into the rust world <laughs> so we'll see what more they add when it comes to rust but yeah that's basically my solo rust experience don't really do much raiding or pvp like some people that's all they do but i just like farming i like building i like like they have a lot of different things that you can do with electricity you can like plant little plants and stuff so you can be able to farm better there's just a lot to do and if you're listening to this you probably already played rust you're interested and in learn a little bit more about the solo experience and seeing how someone else can kind of relate to you know the struggles that you go through when it comes to like rust grinding solo so i'm there with you trust me you're not alone when it comes to like solo rust grinding it happens to most solo people who are not good at the game like myself but you know when you see other like good solo players get a headshot with the bow against an AK guy and it's like yeah that's something I'm never gonna do and if I do it's gonna be a one-time thing and it was pure luck <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say for myself but anyways yeah I just wanted to talk about something today and yeah we'll see what I talk I'm probably gonna end up talking about more shows because like I said I'm gonna be very busy these next few months don't know till when whenever work slows down so yeah I'll probably probably watch a lot of tv Cause I'm not going to feel like playing games coming home from work and we'll see what, what new shows they're on or what new shows are out on whatever services I still pay for. Think Hulu, Amazon, and Netflix, and then also animes and just check out stuff that is airing or stuff that I miss as well. And, you know, probably review some of that stuff. So yeah. So thanks for listening appreciate it and i guess i'll talk to you in the next one so yeah i know there's a lot of things that i didn't cover a lot of things that i didn't miss but hey you know it's not really like a tips and tricks it's just you know giving my experience overall as a solar rust player so hopefully you can enjoy rust as well 
But yeah, anyways, I guess I'll talk to you next time and have a lovely rest of your night or day whenever you're listening. And I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye.